Oh yes, I come back. <laughs> Hashtag season two of what we call the Eye of Now Tepi. Let's go. Lady, I'm on my man And of course, the standard procedure, a huge shout out to the one and only Rude Boy Sega track is called T-Time. You can follow him on all social media platforms that is at Rude Boy Sega. And he dropped new music. He dropped a little bit of spice. Yeah, he came through with the vibes. So make sure you check that out. Otherwise, welcome. Season 2. We are back. Really? I was heard. But now I am back. Guys, welcome to what we call the Eye of Now Tepi with myself, Otepi Sokoza, otherwise known as Tepi Soke. Make sure you do follow us and interact with us on all social media platforms that is at the Eye of Now Tepi. Of course, don't forget to use that hashtag, the Eye of Now with Tepi. And let us meet every Sunday here on all these podcast streaming platforms at 7.30 every Sunday. Something that you don't want to miss, so make sure you tell your friend to tell their friend to tell their other friend. Hore, we are back on the streets on every platform and we are here season two i will go into detail on why i took this long season break make sure you stay tuned <laughs> and if you want us to play your music right here on the ipnotepi all you have to do is head on over to our social media platforms and send us all your details including your music and we will definitely definitely play it without a doubt so you know Bali, uh standard procedure is exclusive content right and i have a jam-packed show for you first and foremost we are going to be getting to how <laughs> how come i took this long season break which was absolutely unexpected and i'll get into depth with that and then i have what we call the spotlight where we shine a spotlight on you on whatever you do and who we have on the spotlight today is the one and only Sergio K. Mudise, otherwise known as Sergio the Artist, otherwise known as The Wizard. You know, he is an artist, a writer. This person, like, you know when a person is just so undescribable, the type of content they put out. If you listen to Sergio the Artist, then you will understand how I feel. His music, oh my God, beyond sublime. Sublime is an understatement. It is undescribable the way he goes into detail and i always say the deal is in the detail so sergio it will be joining us um on the spotlight today talking all things him his artistry how it began his his ability to produce perfect work because that's how i feel it is it's absolutely perfect so yeah that's what we are going to be touching on we're going to have sergio the artist on the spotlight today something that you don't want to miss definitely Especially if you're a person who's more into his style, his type of music. So head on over to socials, at Sergio the Artist. Check out his feed. Check out his music. Trust me, you won't regret it. Uh, Sergio the Artist will be joining us. So stay tuned for that one. Otherwise, Smiley, 
season break was longer than expected. Initially, it wasn't supposed to be that long. Trust me. Uh, I had planned to make the season break about three weeks, four weeks a month, just to plan on how I want season two to be done. I had bigger plans for season two. Initially, I didn't want to do the audio podcast back again. I wanted something big. I wanted something better for myself, for the brand, the Ayopnot Tepi. I wanted to see what I'm capable of. I wanted to go beyond limits. Because for season one, I knew what I wanted. I knew where I'm going. It was just a point of establishing it and putting it to work and putting it to reality. And I did that. I ticked off all my goals and all the tasks that I wanted done. And I made season one what it is. Immediately when I released the first episode, immediately when I released the first episode and I released it and I saw the response from you guys, from my listeners and from my viewers, I already had an idea or the vision of how I want season two to be done. So season one was basically like testing the waters, seeing is this really what I want to do? Is this really the space that I, 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 I want to be in? Because if you want to venture into something, you have to try to see is this really what you want to do? And I did that. And then I saw that this is me. This is who I am. And this is what I love doing. And I can't give up on that. And I'm going to make it work. So after I released the first episode, I already like knew what I wanted. I knew what I wanted for season one. And I knew what I wanted for season two. I already saw it in my vision. I already saw Wutiya. And then I did season one, got it over and done with. It was amazing. Like people kept asking me, how did you get your contact with Lucas Raps? How did you get your contact with Uncle Vinny and all that? And the simple answer to all of that is network. Go out and network. After I did the interview with the fourth dimension team, in my head, I already wanted Uncle Vinny and Lucas Raps on my podcast. And I told myself, I was like, you know what? This season won't end without me having these guys on my show. And that's a goal that I assigned for myself. And after I released the first episode, I was just working on getting Uncle Vinny and Lucas Raps on the show. That was the primary goal for me. And I went out and networked. And got them on the show. And after I did that, I realized that there's a very powerful motivation behind manifesting. And speaking things into existence. There's nothing more powerful than speaking things into existence. And we don't realize the power of the tongue. We don't. Actually, the tongue is very powerful. And then comes your mind. So, I was just like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to get Lucas. I'm going to get Uncle Vinny. Whether it happens, whether it doesn't, but it's just going to happen. Naganjan. And I made it happen. And then, uh, life happened after season one. Life happened. 
I don't know why, but I feel like being 17 is just a very critical stage in all aspects. I mean, yeah, like being 17, you can even go on Google and just Google whatever you want about being 17. Like guys, oh my days. Like being 17, I feel like it's a trap. Oh my days. But also it's just a very challenging stage in life for me. I don't know. I honestly think so. Because the the challenges that were brought my way emotionally, mentally, and also physically and also spiritually were just too much. But I know for a fact that God couldn't give me or God can't give me something that I won't be able to handle. Don't give in to them, Stephen. And then I lost a few loved ones during the season break. Um, as soon as I made plans that I will return again with season two, like something came up, whether it was a funeral, whether it was just a minor setback, like something always came up. I just felt like the universe was against me. I felt like everyone was against me. I felt like people didn't understand how serious this is because this is my life this is what i want to do this is my bread so i felt like everyone is standing between me and my bread and you can never stand between a man and his bread you cannot you cannot do that so there were moments where i would cry and just question why are god's plans like this like i was just questioning this this life thing in general you know i was like why like yes no one said life was going to be easy but ha 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 no like why must i suffer why do sexy people me have to suffer you know and i also realized that okay yes we question life we question everything we question god you know sometimes but the universe always makes things align like nothing happens randomly in the universe one thing leads up to another so whatever happens now it'll lead up to something that is about to happen in 10 minutes so now i realize Guti, whatever the struggle that i went through during the season break is leading up to all these moments right now the moments that i'm about to have the moments i had maybe 10 minutes ago and now looking back two months ago was horrible but it was kind of like worth it it was because where i am right now in my life is way better than where i was two months ago so smiley i'm finding myself again I am reconnecting with thyself, making time for God, reconnecting with his word and meditating on his word and trusting him, you know, instead of trusting people. Mm -hmm. I am repenting. It's a, a phase or a period of self-introspection right now. And I'm at a good place right now because it feels like I'm starting from scratch and it's okay you know it's okay but i hope you will 
take this journey with me and let us remember that this is not a race it's actually a marathon that you and i are partaking in so whether you're jogging whether you're crawling whether you you're walking whether you're moving at a slow pace whether you're running this marathon at least you are moving so whatever it is that you want to do whatever it is that is bothering you whatever it is make sure that you you move you move don't stand in one place trust me it is not worth it and it is not good for you especially for your growth and if anyone in your life is toxic and is hindering your growth trust me it is not worth it and that is the long and short of it Spali. i mean i would love to go into detail but we need to get into what we call the spotlight with the one and only sergio the artist who's known as the wizard and who's best known for his amazing 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 music he's also a painter guys it's just where does it end but i would i would definitely love to go into detail on what happened during the season break but yeah right now it's not the time what we need to get into is the real deal so let me give Sergio the artist the call and then while I do that, here's some real music coming through from stage two. Stay tuned. Around here, it's a lot super fair. Energies never lie, we keep it wavy, fella. You'll never get it, enemies. Pray I lose my vision. Only time I lose is when I'm against my own decision. Are you feeling about it? Are you feeling about it? Are you I told me E-Vibe, E-Vibe, this is the one and only stage two, it's called E-Vibe, he released a music video of the song, so make sure you check that out, go on to all his social media platforms, it is at stage two, and check out this song and its music video. Alright, before we do that though, before we we get into the spotlight, you know, there's something that I just wanted to find out from the Ayubna family. Like, guys, would you say that you're an approachable person? Or would you say you're a person who shouts out for help from others? If you are an approachable person, do people come to you when they need to vent out their problems? And can you be trusted with other people's issues that they have vented out? I just want to find out that from you. Or would you say you're a person who's able to go to people and talk about your problems? As in like vent out, as in like go in head on therapy session. Are you able to open up to people? Or are people able to open up to you or are you closed off mm, i'm sorry did i touch a nerve you are closed off it's not easy for you to open up yeah but anyway 
I took a few voice notes from the Ayopna family and these are some of their responses to this question that I'm asking you guys. Hi Ayopna, I'm Inam. I'm an approachable person. People do vent every other day. I can be trusted with their problems. Um, it's not everything that can be kept a secret. So when you do pass it on to the next person, you it depends on the dynamics of whatever you were told because passing it on to the next person could then serve as an example or a consolation to say look you're just not the only one that's going through that and mm. here is a similar example so yeah i don't know if that kind of works with trust or whatever thank you thank you inam i get what she say i definitely get what she say Actually, you do find out that if you talk about your problems, you do realize that actually, I man, I'm not the only person going through this. So, one plus one is two. Have another response from the one and only Ulondega Ifro. I go by the name of Ulondega Ngobo, and I would love to believe that I am an approachable person because mm-hmm. I prefer dying inside than actually reaching out Ooh. even if i can see I'm, I'm reaching the point where it's like that actually just cry <laughs> go into someone cry i would rather just die inside Ooh. but like as i said i do believe that i'm an approachable person mm-hmm. um i say so because a lot of people even if i'm not like or whatever mm. they 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 come to me for like advice or even if it's not advice, if they want to vent out something that they've been going through or whatever, yeah. they would come to me and talk to me. I'd also have to believe that I'm very good at keeping secrets. Yes, girl. Um, I'll be like, oh, yes, <laughs> I'm not told that. Yeah, you're fine. But some like really, really personal dark shit, uh, I'm, I'm really good at <laughs> keeping that. But uh, yeah, I'm a good listener. Aww, I don't judge. Love that. I am love it. far from being perfect. So I feel like everyone has their story to tell. So who am I to judge? Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's who I am. I'm a people's person. I'm a comforter. I'm a shoulder to cry on. I'm a good listener. A good friend, sister, and anything you can think of. Yes, man. Lala Mangobo. You know... Uh, I just, I just love how she hyped herself up. Definitely, all those qualities. She is that. Trust me, I know her. She is all of that. The fact that she's a good listener. You know, as a person who is able to be approached, as in like when people come to you when they need help or to vent out their problems. Are you a good listener, or do you just sit there and hear what they say? Because there is definitely a difference between hearing and listening. So do you just hear the problems? Or do you listen? I don't know. But yeah, we all know that listening is is a skill and not a talent. Definitely. Mm. But thank you so much. Thank you for sending through your voice notes. Make sure you also do the same when we do our next topic on our next episode. Of course, you can interact with us course using the hashtag the eye of no tippy but it is time to get to what we call the spotlights but in the meantime here's some more music coming through from blue pills called boss moves
It's my way, but I don't really need a costume. They can never catch me, I'm making costumes. Yeah. They tryna bring me down, they not even climb. Yeah. Only spend the time, busy talking and watching. Watch. Lately, I don't sleep, that's just some every night. Shit, I'm bloody high, eyes red, busy having money. I tell them, pull up to the street, if you talking bullshit. Hey. I be rocking black and white, man, I'm bad at business. So, the person I have on the spotlight today, he is the wizard. He is the master of mystic arts. He is beyond sublime. He is a cosmic dude. He is indescribable. His taste and his music is indescribable. It is inventable. It is imaginative. It is effective to a point where I literally relate. His music is electrifying. And I'm speaking from a personal point of view. But if you do go listen to his music, then maybe you'll understand where I'm coming from. His music is easy on the ear. And it is intensive, extensive, excessive and accessible. It is therapeutic. Trust me when I say this. You know what? Go listen to Sergio the Artist and you will you'll understand. You will definitely get where I'm coming from. And I thank this guy. I thank him for his music. Because during this lockdown and during the season break, only God knows how much I listened to Sergio the Artist. Who I have on the spotlight this hour. I have the one and only Sergio the Artist. Otherwise known as Sergio K. Mudisi. Otherwise known as The Wizard. Hello. Hey. Good are morning. How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. Thank you. Well, I am great because now that I'm speaking to you, it's just like, yo, goosebumps all over. This is my first interview after a long season break. Like, I'm so excited. Oh, okay. I am. So, thank you so much for taking time out. Thank you so much for taking time out to speak to us. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. All right. So, normally, I hate asking this question because it's such a cliche question, but I have to because it's mandatory. But anyway, for people who are hearing the name Sergio the Artist for the first time, I yeah. mean, we have, we have international listeners now. We have listeners from eight countries. So, for people who are hearing the word or the name, rather, Sergio the artist who is Sergio the artist where is he from and what is he known for wow um okay so Sergio the artist is you know uh, the wizard um, yes from Johannesburg <laughs> uh, South Africa of course <laughs> yeah um and uh what I think I'm known for mm-hmm. is um my artistry yes. you know Yes. Uh, I yeah musically visually mm-hmm. too um, and yeah I consider my work more of like a, a magical expression more than just an expression so yeah. I guess that's where it ties up with the whole wizardry and sorcery concept mm, lovely so so, yeah. uh, so Sergio how old were you when you discovered that you want to do music and what drew you towards music or the type of art that you do um, I really can't, you know, uh, find a definite age, uh, but I know I've always been into music, you know, um, 
uh, I guess I just you know fell into it you know it just felt yes. like an organic thing to do mm-hmm. you know um, yeah because everyone around me was always you know listening to music to music yeah I was inspired by the artists around me too so you know mm-hmm. so yeah it was really just something that was always been a part of me so yeah yeah speaking of inspired who are some of the people or some of the artists that inspire your taste in music or the type of music that you produce or listen to oh, wow there's so many people um, yeah. I'm inspired by and just like so many things I'm inspired by but I think the biggest uh, influences to my music uh, would be the likes of uh, King Cool mm. uh, Radiohead uh, King Crimson Tyler the Creator oh oh um, yeah West, Daryl Sweatshirt you know yeah. just a few names you know the the artists have really kind of, you know, pushed me to that mm-hmm. form of artistry. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to know now, why do you okay. call yourself the wizard? Why? Okay. So, um, uh, it's really easy to um, kind of like label what one does. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if, if you do a certain, I guess, occupation, yeah. um, it's easy for you to say what you do, you know, mm-hmm. but um, what I, when someone asks what type of artist I am, it's just like, it, it feels limiting, personally, mm-hmm. you know, because I feel like I do everything. I mean, the only thing I don't do is like, you know, dance, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do everything. So, yeah, um, uh, yeah I, I believe you know, see myself as multi-dimensional, you know, the, yes. the master of none. Yes. So, um, and the best way to describe that is through, the wizard. you know, uh, the wizard. And mm-hmm. I also just think that, um, yeah, I it, it's not just anything that I make. It's pure magic. Yes. You know, it's not just, you know, a word put together over instrumentals or, you know, anything like that. It's, you know, yeah. The master of Magic. mystic arts. That's what you call it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you <know> All right. <laughs> All yeah. right. So, yeah. besides music, besides releasing these sublime albums and singles, what else do you do that makes you happy? That makes you feel like you're more than just a wizard? Um, well, I also dabble in visual work. Yeah. Um, varying uh, to you know uh, I'm a painter mm, um, graphic yes. design yes. Uh, animator um, just yeah mm-hmm. um, yeah and <laughs> you know I just think that um, the most important way to kind of uh, describe yourself is through what you're influenced by and what yeah. you feel you can translate true you know? so um, the more and more I find a channel to express myself through, the more and more I, you know, find other ways to, yeah, it's, it's, it's the magic. Yeah, it's the magic. Yeah, yeah. I totally get you. So, Fabric Unmastered, one of your projects. <laughs> and yeah. I remember you said, you told me that you are you're moving this, um, this project on digital platforms. And I was like, how... Like how? Why? Why? I just want to know, Uti, why are you removing it? Why? I don't... Um, I think uh, releasing Fabric Unmastered was... I want to call it a mistake. Huh? But... I, I don't, I don't want to call it a mistake. I don't want to call it a mistake, but... Um, I released it 
um, unexpectedly. Yeah. You know, um, it really just happened. You know, there was no promo behind it. There mm-hmm. was no, you know, I just released it and it was just there. And um, I think the more and more I, I hear it, you know, like out there in the public and people consuming and people actually reverting oh back to me like oh my gosh fabric yeah. it's just like for me i'm no longer there i no longer <laughs> identify with that album as, yeah. as, as much as before so i don't know i don't know it's i'm really detached to that body of work uh-uh, you, you cannot you cannot remove it you cannot do that you cannot remove it i think i could leave it up as a like a you know as a memorial please at least but please don't remove it please thank you (laughs) thank you but when you were when you were creating fabric of mustard i want to know yeah like when you were creating this body of work what was going on in your life the album is so detailed it's so serene it has a climax and it's easy on the ears i just want to know like what was going on what was going on in your life man Mm. um I think with uh, what I've released, you know, recently as opposed to, you know, with Fabric, mm-hmm. Fabric was a whole lot more honest with my feelings. Yes. Um, yeah, I wasn't, uh, you know, I wasn't trying to make music. Yes. Mm. You know, I wasn't trying to, there wasn't, there wasn't a goal I had set for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I just... I just did it, you know, everything happened within a span of yeah. a couple of months yeah. and um, yeah, it, it coupled up and I was just like, okay, fuck it, we have We have record. an album. So, <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's why it's so pure and so Ooh. honest and so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So on, on, on the project itself, what which song would you say is your favorite? Fabric, um, mm-hmm. favorite has to be Lennon. Oh, all right, all right. My favorite, my favorite has to be Cotton, definitely. Oh, and cotton. Lennon, and Lennon. Wow, that's a good choice. Cotton, cotton good choice. has this. People like cotton. cotton has this climax, man. Like, oh my god, yeah, yeah. I love cotton. Yeah. But next yeah. question, the. Like I, I asked one of my Ayabna family members what question they would like to ask you and they sent in this question and it says they want to know the story of his written work and instrumentals, how it came to be. So how did you start your your artistry? Um uh I think anyone who's like paid close attention to me, uh I think coming up also is that I started as a writer mm-hmm. before anything, you know. So yeah. um, writing was something I was passionate about, and I actually thought that that's what that would be the career path I'd embrace more than music. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I started writing poetry um, uh, here and there, and then you know, not a lot of people read. Right. So yeah, um, I true. figured that, you know, maybe if I could recite my poetry and have like instrumentals in the background. Yeah. So what I would do is I would take instrumentals of my favorite songs 
and I would just paste them over my poems. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, as time went by, I started picking up instruments, started listening to more music, started studying my favorite artists. Yes. And, you know, wanted to learn and wanted the same ability, you know, mm-hmm. to, to, to express myself through not only literature, but music too. And I guess mm-hmm. everything just eventually came together, yeah. you know, so, yeah. So basically, would you say that what you do is something that relaxes you as an individual? So something that you can say is basically your way to escape from reality? Um... Yeah, uh, I wouldn't. Yeah, maybe not escaping per se, but yeah. more so just creating my own. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, I know I can't es- escape the current reality. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all experiencing. So, Definitely. Uh, what I do is just you know influence my own. Yeah. You know, that way I can navigate my existence better. So, yeah, it it really does help me do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. here on the show today, we were talking about how. If you would you say that you're a person who is approachable? So do you think that people come to you when they want to vent out their problems? Or would you say you're a person who vents out to other people when you have problems? And are you trusted? Like are you trustworthy with people's problems? Um I I, I, I can't say really because um I think with people close to me, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, I'm not the type of person who avails themselves in such a vulnerable state unless yeah. it's through art. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, you know, there's a complexity in human behavior mm-hmm. um, that I don't try by all means to design myself around. So yeah. um, I, I'm really reserved and mm-hmm. I keep to myself. So, uh, yeah. I don't know if that answers your question, but yeah. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. So, I just want to know, personally, on a personal level, what is that one thing you had um, overcome this year, so far? Overcome this year? My self-doubt. Yeah. You know, um, I used to doubt myself and my capabilities a lot mm-hmm. and I struggled a lot with that this year yeah. you know so um, yeah closing to the end is, 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 was really something I, I told myself that nah, I, I yeah. can't be with the same thing mm-hmm. uh, for such a time so yeah, that's something I'm, I'm really glad I overcame that's amazing that's amazing okay last but not least um, when you make cereal what do you add in first? Do you add the cereal or do you add the milk? The cereal. Oh my the cereal. god! If you add the milk, uh-uh. um, I don't know. Trying to be different isn't being different. So <laughs> you know. How do you know how much how much milk you need? But why? Okay, if what if you want your milk to be lukewarm? What do you do? Oh, I don't, I don't like my milk. So you like it cold? But yeah, I keep my milk room temperature. But now, if if you were to have your your milk lukewarm, so you you're saying that you would warm it in another cup or in another bowl or something? I hate warm milk. Warm milk is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Ah, you're a weirdo. It's fine. It's okay. Anyway, Sergio. Um, if people yeah. want to keep up with you, if people want to listen to your music, if we want to find out more about Sergio, 
like where can we find you on socials and yeah what can we expect from Sergio the artist for the rest of the year because the year is the year is about to end so yeah what can we expect yeah um well well you can reach me you can access uh whatever you need to know about me <laughs> everywhere same name Sergio the artist yes um and in regards to what's coming up this year mm-hmm. um i really was not planning to drop anything this year yeah um yeah i was really comfortable with that but i might just i don't know <laughs> um, i might just my i don't task. know but my you know, i don't want to make any promises mm-hmm. you know so yeah um yeah yeah but but what are, in terms of your painting side of things though like what can we expect there Uh, on my visual side, um, I'm planning to have an exhibition in November. Ooh. So, yeah, yeah, that's coming up. So it's something I'm about to be working on. Yeah. Okay, but details will be posted up, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Otherwise, yeah. thank you, thank you so much. Um, like, I've been listening to your music this like past few months, and yo. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see, you see your project sorcery. Oh my days. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, that's, what? That's my baby. That that's where, that, that's where I see you know nocturnal, um, nocturnal, yeah. the misery of you need to be, <laughs> like that one with Ibileng, like dear Mark. Yeah. All these tracks are just are just sublime. They're just beyond, beyond beautiful, beyond amazing. And thank you so much thank for the so music much. that you put out. Thank you for your work thank you for your art and thank you for your time. thank you for listening thank you thank you so much thank you for yeah. being on the show <laughs> thank you for having me all right all right all right folks and that was it that was what we call the spotlight here on the eye open out here with the one and only sergio k murisi otherwise known as sergio the artist and he is the wizard he is a writer he is an artist He's a painter guys and his music is just marvelous and make sure you check him out on all social media platforms it is at Sergio the artist stay tuned All right before we wrap it up we're just going to take some more voice notes coming through from the Aupna family based on the question that I have been asking you today which is are you an approachable person or are you that type of person who goes to people to seek for help isn't like open up and stuff like that and we have a response yeah uh, i think i am an approachable person not i think i know i am because people do come to me and vent whatever or if they need advice or if they have any problems then i'm just there to help mm-hmm. but i'm not that person who be like Yo, if you need help, come to me. You know? Yeah. Like people who just post on their status or no more go pee. Yeah. And we be arranging. I be like, yo, if you need help, come to me. Nah, nah, nah. I'm not that type of person. I hope you understand. I get you. I get you. I'm as if it makes sense. I'm just <laughs> that person who be like, I'm so reserved. But if you wanna talk to me, yeah, you can come. Because I'm very approachable, so hey, you need to know, don't come. Yeah. Or no, I don't want to hear it. I yeah. always wanna, always wanna hear. Then I'm gonna put my like, my inputs or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, but I'm not that person who like calls around and be like, yo, if you need help, come to me, nana. Mm-hmm. 
I'm just not that. I don't. I just don't <laughs> have that personality. Personality, I'm. Mean, it's not there. Okay. I'm so reserved. Yeah, I get what he's saying. I definitely get what he's saying, and that is how we wrap it up, ladies and gents. This is episode one of what we call the I Have No Tepi with myself, Tepi Sokoza, otherwise known as Tepi Okay. So make sure you head on over to all socials. Talk to us. DM us. Tell us whatever you want to tell us. Tell us what you want us to discuss. And let us include you on the topic. So if you have a topic or anything, anything that you want to talk about, or you want to show us, let's talk. Show it. Let's see if it is your art, the talent side of things. Bring it. Show us. Let's do this, you know. And this is the first episode. Um... I will try by all means to be consistent from now on. I'm trying to find myself. So, and now I'm running alone again. And this is me starting my life back from scratch. And this is my passion. This is not a hobby. This is not an experiment. It's DNA. And Wamanji, we are winning, we are eating. And we are going to shake ass in Dubai eventually one day. So, season two, let's kick it.